Hello, and welcome to Emotional Support Water Bottle with Hannah and Ailish. I'm Hannah. And I'm Ailish. <laughs> so, the housewives? Yeah, real housewives. Um, I, most of this, what I wrote down was Gina-related. Mm-hmm. We kind of got, and I was confused. Remember last time I told you that there was like a seven-minute like preview video yeah, that I had. Yeah. so then I was like I forgot what the preview was and then I started watching this past week's episode and I'm like wait a second didn't I already watch this and then I remembered like no it was just the really long preview um but I think it's pretty clear that Gina is like not over her divorce oh, no. and she's definitely taking it out on this new guy yeah and you know this is why I just feel like people don't need to rush into relationships after mm-hmm. they go through divorces, especially or even like breakups in general when you're not even married. Right. It's just and it sounds like she had a lot of trauma mm-hmm. with him cheating and the domestic mm-hmm. abuse. Like, why jump into something? I mean, Travis really seems like a great guy, like yeah. really supportive. But she just is like really broken (laughs) so it was just kind of sad to watch that i thought and it's like clearly she it's just a topic of conversation with her and travis a lot it seemed i know and it does seem like she i guess i don't know it's really hard to like get over like a breakup and stuff anyway and then to like still be processing it completely moved on it's kind of like weird (laughs) yeah i mean i thought when she i mean we're skipping ahead a little bit which we always do this stuff out of order (laughs) but when she was like you know we went to a wedding and it was in a church and it made me emotional because i was thinking about my wedding. like (laughs) i was kind of like um okay but like you were there with travis right like you guys have supposedly moved on (laughs) like i can understand being a little sentimental and like being sad that like okay i thought that was my forever Mm -hmm. and it wasn't Mm -hmm. but like now you have hopefully a new forever (laughs) like it just seems a little awkward um going back to them still being at the ranch I thought when they were, like, when they split up and they were doing, like, the rafting or the fly fishing, and, like, they could not stop commenting on, what was his name, Kevin, being like, how old are you? I feel like that is the sign of you're getting old when you're, like, untrusting of youth. They're like, 23? (laughs) What? Does this guy know what he's doing? (laughs) It's just funny. Um. Oh, and then I was dying, like literally laughing out loud when they all got to the fly fishing place and like Heather is like laughing about something and then Shannon pulls out a can of sunscreen and starts spraying spraying herself down. I know that was funny. I'm like, that's not water. Like you're literally dousing your eyeballs with sunscreen. I know. She literally like stepped away from the ladies and just (laughs) covered herself like she is just such comic relief i know she's nuts i I know though um that was and then that when they're on the raft and the (laughs) the kevin was overexposed It's like these little shorts on and everything, and you can tell they're like a loose fitted ones. I loved how Taylor was just like, Tamara, (laughs) Tamara, trying to get her attention to look back. Oh my god, that was funny. funny. I would have like lost it. I mean, that was those portions were like genuinely so I know they funny. were funny they actually were when my I was watching it with my son and he was so like he was like oh, I want to go on there oh. he's like do those go do the waves get really high and then it's like well yeah they can but I've never done it <laughs> and you're not doing yeah, it yeah no kidding yeah, not was, with Kevin I, know, right? <laughs> I thought it was funny though too just them like losing their minds white water rafting like mm-hmm. they were just exactly what you would expect and they were like, wait, I hear it. 
like dun 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 and then that they were in some pretty intense they were they're just like all their their wavy blonde hair extensions like paddle paddle it was like the ross pivot moment that's what it made me think of and the front is like completely up in the air and then that Kevin's just back there like no big deal. That well, was really that was funny. Intense. Um that was pretty much that. Oh, and then when they finally got back to dinner at the end of the night, I felt like it suddenly was like a hate on Heather party. Yeah. I don't know why. Oh, yeah, they're like, let's do the bits and peaks yeah. of our day. And then they just hated her. And they're like, well, I had a problem with you. And I had, yeah. And then when she's like, well, I mean, it wasn't your guys' fault. I just felt left out. Yeah. You know? They're like, oh my God gosh right why are you ruining this which you know what i even wrote that in my notes from like one or two episodes ago when they first got mm-hmm. there and shannon and tamra like, oh yeah they're up to they their were, own shenanigans yeah, they were on the stairs messing around and heather's <clears throat> literally in the kitchen like, by uh, herself hello. i know like, and of course you'd feel left out i know and then shannon's like well you know it took me and tamra a long time time to get to this point it's like you guys started filming together and then started talking again like literally obviously heather's gonna feel left out and you're allowed to have more friends like you could still have included her i feel like they do that stuff on purpose i know. know but i thought it was weird and then even you know i know heather can be like hoity-toity and whatever but even when she was she was just trying to say like i don't typically do this type of manual labor and work right and like (laughs) I appreciate that people do this. Right. And they were like, really, Heather? It's like, you guys don't do this kind of work either. Get out of here. I know. And it does seem like in the previews for the next episode, they're going to keep like ragging on Heather about that stuff. So I'm interested to see what's like. You know what? I, even from the beginning when Heather first came on the show, I just did not feel like she blended with the ladies no i think she should have been on beverly hills i thought that exact same thing i mean her like demeanor everything mm-hmm. about her is so much Different. more beverly hills yes yeah. she just she i know like i said she can be kind of prissy but she is definitely more classy than the other and ladies i mean she is rich like, i know she's like beyond wealthy. right she's one of the richest housewives and i even looked that up like in all of you the know franchise. the franchise right. yeah so it's like i just don't feel like she fits in fully and i think that there might be a little resentment mm-hmm. with the other ladies because like she of genuinely is a real housewife right. <laughs> of right. orange county so i don't know it was just like let's all hop on the we hate heather train and like that it's just like, makes someone from? feel so bad like why ostracize right but i feel like they've kind of planted the seed of like her, you know, in a, a couple episodes ago, she and Terry were talking about wanting to move. And mm-hmm. I feel like she might be transitioning. Yeah, especially <laughs> since Taylor has mm-hmm. bopped over. Mm-hmm. I would like to see that, honestly. I, I think know. she would fit in way better with Kyle mm-hmm. and everybody else. Um, And then also, then it kind of just went to... Oh, the other thing I was going to say, Heather was trying to like be kind of emotional and sharing her like pit of the day (laughs) and then shannon's was well mine was there was a alleged animal in her room at night (laughs) really like and then her and tamra conveniently got to sleep in the same room right i whatever um the rest was pretty much about gina i guess what i wrote down that was like worth noting um she just makes mountains out of molehills is what I wrote. She, again, was just... It was like she first was mad with, like, the whole Tamra and Taylor situation. Mm-hmm. And then she was mad at Jen with, like, the infidelity. Gosh. And now she's just jumping on Heather. Like, it seems like she's trying so hard to be, like, an actual main character. Yeah. And I don't think it's working for no. her. No. <laughs> um, Her talking to... 
like Travis, I, like I already said, he seems really nice, but it was almost painful to watch. I don't know what you thought about this. Like he clearly, clearly was trying to de-escalate her mm-hmm. the whole time, and she was just like stonewall, not having it. I know, and he probably doesn't want to have that conversation on camera anyway because right. it's so personal. Right, but he was being so I nice, know, I like, and she oh, was just like, "Oh, this is just such a mess," and he's like. But it's okay. Like, <laughs> and also, like, somebody else's love is not going to heal you. Right. You know, like, so that's kind of goes off what I was saying of jumping into another relationship. Like, they can't fix you or heal you after right. your heartbreak. Like, you need to do that yourself. And it doesn't really seem like she's taken the time no. to do that. Um. Okay, what do you think about... Ryan and Jen like do you believe Ryan no I don't either but with I don't know I mean I I do feel bad for Jen though like I really think she wants this relationship to work out but I 100% think that he said stuff and did all the stuff and okay the snapchat thing Mm. with his overexposed (laughs) photo How do you, okay, you sent it to, we use well, Snapchat all the time to talk to each other. I have never once sent anything to my entire contact no, list. No, And I feel like, <laughs> I don't know, it just did not make any sense. No. I'm like, okay. And then at first it was like, well, he meant to send it to me. Yeah. But then it went to one person. And then when he said it. Right. It was like, no, I went to my whole contact list. I mean, well, come on. And then when she had originally said it, she's like, well, all that he has on there are like me and his kids. Yeah. I so, know. It kind of. I mean, she's. Yeah. She was downplaying it. And big also time. that went to your kids. You know, like, like did they well, open no because that it just went to that up? one girl yeah, right. <laughs> so like if it really did go to your young children and they open that like i, I miss think that's you. a bigger conversation i know she's all like oh no like it's totally normal like no he definitely they didn't have the it. same story no they didn't so, at all but and i believe that he said that thing about tamra too it's like Although I don't agree with Tamara like saying that. No, how she <laughs> like went yeah, about it either. was like the deflecting thing. But yeah, I just I believe that he's. I just don't. He kind of reminds him. me of Slade. Yes. <laughs> kind of like this. Like I feel like he's gotten around the friend group, mm-hmm. even though he hasn't been on camera that we've seen. But it's like but clearly he's gotten around the friend group. And Slade was always a little slippery. Oh yeah, he was very slippery. And he could like schmooze you yes. out of believing. <laughs> he literally dated or slept with three <laughs> housewives. It's and nuts. serious was it a serious relationship yes. with two? two. Crazy and on the show for those two as well. But anyway, that's just what it kind of reminds yeah, me of. Yeah, I just don't. I don't believe him. No, but I do. I do kind of like Jen. I mean, this I is too. my first experience with her, but I think she seems. I don't know, sweet. Yeah, I did. I, <clears throat> I. I think she wants to believe that he is. I know, and I know. think she probably thinks he's like this hot guy. I don't know if she's insecure. She shouldn't be. Well, I will say, did you? Well, she is beautiful. And seems very kind. But did you see, like, the flashback photos of her with her ex-husband? I don't remember. I think it was, like, they showed it the previous episode. And you can tell, like, she has gotten a lot of work done. Which, obviously, you can tell by just looking at her right right now. But it's like, okay, so you clearly have had a glow up. Mm -hmm. And maybe you were insecure before. Mm -hmm. And now this is playing into who you're dating. Mm -hmm. I don't know, not to speculate. But (laughs) the only other thing I wrote down was the flashback of... uh, of Tamara and Vicky and Brooks. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, the good old days. <laughs> when the evil eye, they brought up the oh evil eye. Oh my God. Like, I mean, oh my those seasons just with Brooks was so... Was so scandalous <sighs> I know. and awful and beautiful. I know. It was so... Oh, just pure gold television. Yes. Pure gold. 
I just feel like they're trying to just force that kind of drama right now. I know. Like, Tamara's out for blood oh, this yeah. season, which I guess that's she why we want her here. She needs a big comeback, <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess that's kind of it for... Did you have anything else? I don't really... No, just like the preview for next week. Looks like there's going to be a big fight between Tamara and Jen. And then she like throws a napkin at her. Like what in the world? A cloth napkin. Because they're at a fancy restaurant. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, things are definitely going to go down for sure. It's uh, going to get juicy, which I'd like to see Mm -hmm. more of that. But I also like the genuinely funny parts, so I hope that that does stay sprinkled in there because it's just it's it's funny when these like (laughs) weird ladies all get together. It is funny. It is. Um. So something not about a TV show recently. I've been thinking about moving, Mm. but I don't really know. Like it's so hard. I know. Because, like, I was thinking of moving more towards your area. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, I my know. gosh. Come because on. it does make doing? sense. Get up there. I know. There's freaking apartments right behind me. I don't know how nice they are. But <laughs> I, know. I know. Like, There's, like, some hard. nicer ones, like, further back. I don't know how expensive they but are. But it's seriously. And I know. Like, the place that I have now, not I'm not doing an apartment tour anytime soon. So hopefully <laughs> no one's looking for that. But um, I just like a place that has, like, more character to it mm-hmm. versus a place that's like a newly renovated cookie cutter complex right. you know and that's a lot of the places just oh, anywhere yeah. right now really and then you're spending like an absurd amount of money mm-hmm. and I know a lot of it is for the area and for all these amenities but I'm like I don't need a tennis court and a pool right and, you know and it's just like just it's really like hard cool, I know because like when you see I mean I know it's like sometimes in New York or like mm-hmm. a big city and you see somebody's apartment, you're like, that is so cool. Like, I know. they've got, like, brick <laughs> everything. I know. It's like, I don't know. I, I definitely can feel you on that. I did find one. I don't think that anything is available in it right now, but it's, like, right downtown, and it's, mm, like, a even. house. Ah. But there's, like, four units in there, I believe. And it's really cute. My dad, this was, like, forever ago. <laughs> but he was in an apartment like that. Oh, and really? I remember it was, like, cool. It had, like, built-in bookshelves yeah. and just was, like, a cool place. So I did email them, but I'm not sure if it fully went through because I never got, like, a confirmation. But I was just like, hey, you know, I'm thinking of moving to the area. I don't know if you have anything available mm-hmm. but like i'd love to just learn more and like kind of be on your radar right. but i also have like some extended family up there and i almost want to reach out to them and just be like if you know anybody yeah, who has yeah because i just i'm not the type of person that wants to be in one of those big complexes mm-hmm. i just don't like that you know? I know like i mean i think it works for like a certain point in someone's right. life but no, yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, so well, if but I, I hear anything, yeah, if you hear anything, <laughs> it's just so hard because I'm like, I don't know. I think moving up there would be better because obviously I'm like closer to you. I do a bunch of stuff up in that area anyway, right? But then it would be more of an opportunity for me to like actually build more of a social life, right. which I currently do not have (laughs) but it's just like so hard like to make a change and like I definitely am settled in my place right now and I hate the thought of moving because I just don't I know it's such a pain I know no I could definitely no it would be nice like if you were up there I know. I know. Obviously, it'd be more convenient for me. I know. You can be the. I was just talking to my husband. We don't have like a teenager babysitter to like have the evenings. Yeah. You know, to go do something. But you can be my teenager <laughs> babysitter. But the problem is that I won't have anyone to go do anything with. And what so, would you? Know what? <laughs> I still need the teenager. I know. Well, if I. It is such a pain in the butt to move. It's I know. so. 
I know I just hate it and I literally like the room that we're in right now like I just got this like set <laughs> all up and finished and then because I'm in a two-bedroom right now and if I got a two-bedroom up there like it would be like triple the price almost right. and what I pay now so it's just I have to I'm hoping I think I will reach out to that family member and just see like if you anything, know anything because right. I just would rather do that than like just that big place that's like super overpriced mm-hmm. but we'll see I'll keep you guys updated <laughs> you know and it's like obviously there isn't like a rush or anything, yeah no there but... really isn't it's just like something I literally thought of um I know sometimes you just get like a hair up your butt and I like, know <laughs> I, mean, I just have like itching I'm like I, I want to leave right now <laughs> let's do it so yeah but it would be more convenient all around i think yeah um <laughs> yeah oh britney spears's new book is coming out in october yes which i can't wait i think i told you i think i, I might just it's not coming up on our library thing i think i'm just gonna like see if we can just pre-order the audiobook i don't know how much that is. it's got to be cheaper than if you rent i'll have to look it up on like barnes and noble Mm. or something because i feel like we have to have i know we've got to read that i might even have to read a physical book i know right (laughs) then it'll take us an entire two months (laughs) to get through it but we'll have time if we own it that's true but we do need to get that out i know i i hope i'm not sure what it's gonna say i know i don't know what i'm hoping for it's either going to be so dark and like, because <laughs> like I'm not going to be able to handle it. <laughs> I know. Like so sad. Mm-hmm. Or we're going to get super like surface nothing. level. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm worried that they have sucked the life out of her. Me too. <laughs> and how long has she been writing this? You know, I like. I know. I feel like it hasn't been that long because remember she was like in those fights with like mm-hmm. her sister and her mom on the Instagram or something. Yeah. And then it was all of a sudden she started posting about writing a book. And I feel like it wasn't that long ago, but. I know. I just, I need to know more. I also thought it was odd how she called it the woman in me, which Mm is a, I can't remember if it's like just a song or if it's also the album of Shania Twain. Yeah. I thought that was a little weird too. Like, (laughs) why? Like, Like literally it could have been anything like stronger than yesterday yeah, yeah. or piece of me yeah or pieces of me right yeah i thought that was an odd or it could have been lucky question right. mark. Yeah. <laughs> isn't she lucky yeah like it literally could have been so many things but she <laughs> oops chose... i did it again <laughs> I don't that's know. gonna be the second one <laughs> she chose which makes me Shania think it Dwight. might be different than we're expecting yeah i don't know choice of whatever also, yeah, I'm just looking forward to it. Something else I was going to say, but I don't remember. About the book? Yeah. I, I thought the picture on the cover was a little interesting. Yeah, that was, I seen some, I can't even remember who on Instagram was like, I love that you chose this photo from this photo shoot. But yeah, I would From what, like freaking 2005? Yeah, that's what I thought was weird. And I don't know if that's like a symbolism for like, that was the last photo shoot when she filmed yeah, herself. Yeah, maybe. For like before everything went crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a lot of... There's a lot of unanswered questions. (laughs) And since it doesn't come out till October, is it not fully done yet? Yeah, and this is just like... The preview. It's a rough draft. It'll be a totally different looking book cover (laughs) when it comes out. (laughs) They're like, Brittany, we didn't have the editors look over this. We have a lot (laughs) of Can't be promoting that. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be interesting. Oh, Brittany. You know, um... Did you watch Zane's? Yes, I did. What'd you think? Well, I do like him. You know, I liked his mellow vibe. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the questions I thought that she was asking him were a little odd. I find that, I don't know, I feel like her interviews never, I mean, obviously, she's good with people. Mm -hmm. And making them feel comfortable. But I do feel like her questions are way too pre-approved. Yeah. Like nothing seems like spontaneous Mm -hmm. conversation or anything. But yeah, I thought it was 
really surface level and kind of right well and even like some of the things that maybe were a little bit more spontaneous like what did she say like what's the least your least favorite thing about yourself right I mean, I find that, like, such a challenging question. Like, when, if you're in, like, in a job interview and they're like, what's your strongest (laughs) asset? You're like, oh, my God, I have no idea. I I can't evaluate myself right now. And he was like, uh, wow, (laughs) I don't know. Let me think about it. Like, I know. And I think, too, he can't, because obviously he always seems like the brooding, mm -hmm. (laughs) serious guy. And he's like, I'm not that. So it's like all these questions she was asking him didn't make sense right. for this person that he's saying he's not. And it was almost like she already <laughs> had the questions and not even that she like pre-approved them with him, but it was almost like she had them set herself. Mm-hmm. And once he was like, no, I'm actually not really this broody, mysterious, serious guy. Was she like, was like, well, those were Hold all on. my questions, so... <laughs> Not what? I know, I, I did feel that way, too. I mean, there were some good parts and stuff to it, but I feel like it was kind of like him, and we just don't hear from him. Yeah. What did you think about the whole scandal mm. with Yolanda? Well, I had to relook up what happened. Yeah. Because I was like, I couldn't remember exactly what happened, and then... I forgot that it was, like, alleged that he shoved her. Yeah, they, like, got in some type of, of argument. He called her and a Dutch... Wait, what was, did he call Dutch her a Dutch slut, slut or something? Yeah. And was Gigi there? Do you no. remember? Okay, that's she what I thought. She wasn't there, and he was, like, on the phone with her or something as the fight was happening. But it was at, like, their yeah. house. Yeah, which I... I don't know. And then he was just kind of like, well... And then she was like, well, I have to support women. And I I did like that she asked that question because know, that's what too. everybody that's wanted to know about. The juice. I was actually surprised that question yeah. was asked. And he really did answer it. I mean, obviously, yes, he can't like go through and give every single detail. I don't mm-hmm. think he wants to either because just protecting the situation. But I think that it really did speak volumes mm-hmm. that he has 50% custody. Right. And she actually, I like that she brought that up. It's mm-hmm. like, well, clearly you must be semi-okay right. if you have 50-50. So. And I like how he said, like, you know, the people that were involved know the truth. Mm-hmm. The people that were there know what happened. I felt that whole situation when it came out did not sit right with me no and it was and i feel like that's when they broke up wasn't Mm -hmm. it or the second time yeah so it's like i don't know the story was just kind of like what was going on that he felt like he had to like protect his daughter from the situation and you know just from watching housewives Mm -hmm. yolanda is a little like i did really like her but she is very like one her way or mm-hmm. nothing really, mm-hmm. you know, or her opinion or nothing. So I could feel like she might be somebody that would step on some toes or make comment. You right. know, I could see that. And there could have been like tension from before and then everything just came to a head. Right. In and that moment. Gigi not, not there, being there. And being able to separate it. Like I feel like there's probably a lot of issues. And also like why would you not believe your mom? Right. You know, I feel like in that situation, she was put in a really uncomfortable. I agree. And I don't know then maybe it could even been Zane been like, fine, then we're done. Right. If you're going to always take her side or something. Right. Who knows? But it did seem like something had been brewing for a while Mm -hmm. and it just came to a head. Mm -hmm. But it was, it was interesting. I thought he spoke pretty eloquently about it. I know. I thought he did too. And I think it's hilarious that he just like lives in Pennsylvania. I know. Like, so. like, um, are we going to go look for him? I know. Literally. I thought about that. He's not that far from (laughs) us. Go to that one restaurant they were talking about. Yeah. Like, I think, I think I could definitely um make him fall in love with me why not why not i mean i'll commute (laughs) (laughs) i'll live on a farm with all his animals maybe get a farm around here i mean yeah what's the difference between Mm. here and pennsylvania pretty much nothing i did end up looking up his little audition and oh you did that's funny he i 
<clears throat> I guess I wasn't like a diehard 1D fan. No. So I I wasn't super I wasn't invested. into like the lore until like probably more recent years, like with the... <laughs> With Harry the, Styles. Yeah, with the Harry Styles. I yeah. I wasn't until like when they became more men in front mm-hmm. of our eyes and I'm like, okay, I'm like a closeted fan. I know. And then when I was like on an internship and these two girls like loved him and I was like, Okay, you know what? I'm gonna just say I know all the lyrics to these songs. <laughs> no, like, I love them, too. I'm I not know, scared I, anymore. No, and I do, like, um, I was, like, a Zane girl. But I wasn't yeah. a I liked big all, person right. on them. And <clears throat> I did enjoy all of their solo work. I forgot about... I did, about, too. I loved his stuff. Yeah, I forgot about um, Pillow Talk, that being his oh, first one. That, that was a and great... I loved that song you did with Taylor Swift. Remember when we were, like, so disappointed with the music video? Oh, yeah. We're like, why aren't... I, I forgot get, like, about that. And we're like, okay, like, I know she's... With, yeah. yeah her best friend, or that yes. Gigi is, like, a good friend of Taylor's. But, but I want to see them making out. I no, seriously. They could have at least faked it. I know, or like a little bit more. I know, it was very he had good music. He has a beautiful G. voice. I know, he really does. I think it's so funny because his his actual voice with his accent know, is like so, pretty trash. I know, it's <laughs> so it, intense. He has too. the voice of an angel I know, like his, sings. I know, it's interesting how like, because just from, you know, their like auditions and stuff, how... Simon and them like really believed in these people I know. and what they ended up becoming. It's like, wow, because their auditions were not <laughs> impressive. I know, like, that really is a, a talent to be able to just really read see that. and like, believe. And they all got their voices got so good. I know. I think they really did have successful solo careers. I, I mean, I don't really know so much about like Louis. Yeah, I feel like his was probably least, but like he Niall, was the weakest he link, honestly. <laughs> but like Niall, he had some good yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think he recently voice. even yeah. released something that was pretty mm-hmm. good. Obviously, Harry's the main. But Zane, I mean, he this was like was a good. powerhouse because he left first. So everybody was like so into his solo mm-hmm. stuff. I'm excited to hear what he has coming because I it know. has been a while since we've heard from I him. Know, and he's like, it's different. <laughs> I'm not going to make fun of sex. <laughs> it's different than what they're expecting. And it was crazy, too, that he was like in her childhood house. I know. Like, that's wild. I feel like if I was her, like, I would not be able to believe some of the guests that she gets to oh, like, sit I know. across from. And she obviously has like those like reality people right. that aren't as impressive. But... I don't think I'd even want those people. I'd <laughs> no. like A-list only, please. <laughs> If I'm getting Zane, yeah. a One Direction person, he never is on any. But I know. it seems like he's probably going to be doing some publicity lately, so. Well, everything goes back to Vanderpump. <laughs> so here we are again. <laughs> Every single episode. <laughs> so back when I was a Sandoval supporter, <laughs> there was this music group. Called, or that Tom was in with this other guy called Charles McMansion. Mm-hmm. And I really, I feel like they only had one song, but I really liked it. It was like, touch public. And they like filmed a video <laughs> um, on the show and stuff. Yeah. Well, and then we never heard anything about it. And I don't know yeah. if like I wasn't on social media right at that point. Right. But the other guy had passed away. Oh, my gosh. And he actually like unalived himself by jumping off like a freeway, oh like onto God. a busy freeway, like really tragic. So Wait, I don't when know. did that happen? Years ago. Oh, OK. Like that's why the band oh my was there. Like, that is I know, terrible. I was like, what? Like, I was blown away. I didn't, like, check on the year stuff, but I feel like I'm sure Tom probably posted about it. But it was never addressed on the show and, like, that part of his music thing, too. Wow. So that could have been just, like, a really traumatizing thing he didn't ever want to talk about again or what. But I was like, what? Like, I just figured they just broke up and, like, Tom was over it. But it was Holy like... Holy cow. I know. I was blown away. How do they not, like, allude to that on the show I know, like, at the I time? Exactly. Like, I'm just never going to address my music. Because he never did music ever again until now. Recently, yeah. Yeah, or, like, publicly, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had that trumpet or whatever. 
Well, but that doesn't even count. It just blew my mind. I was like, wait, wow. Because I liked that song. That's tragic. Mm-hmm. And just really shocking. It was shocking. And then the way you like did it was horrifying. I was yeah. like, oh, that was not what I was expecting. Oh my to read, God. So that's what happened to Charles, Charles McMansion. Well, it, I mean, as horrible as that is, it does give us a good segue into the mental health yes. topic that we wanted to um, focus on today. Yes. I mean, I think a lot of it, it kind of inspired us because of like the Jonah Hill, Sarah mm-hmm. Brady thing. And we have a little bit more to talk about on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I work within the mental health mm-hmm. field. So, I don't know, from a professional standpoint, I always think it's really important, like, when things like that happen, or even, like, hearing a news Mm -hmm. story like what you just said, it's like, I don't know those people, so, like, it's not my place to ever, like, diagnose anything, Mm -hmm. or, like, think that they have something going on. Like, I don't know, you know? I'm not their therapist. I'm Mm -hmm. not involved with them in that way. So I just think when I see a lot of people online, especially now on TikTok, if I just don't think that's really a professional thing to do to like comment on all this celebrity stuff. I know, know? I know, like giving their opinion. Well, even with the Tom Sandoval thing, obviously there's issue going on there. But I mean, even that is like a backstory piece to maybe leading up to the way Sandoval is now. Right. And we do, I mean, with the Scandaval thing, you know, there were, there's definitely a lot of signs that point to like narcissism. (laughs) And we know this more because there has been such a history Mm -hmm. that we can see. And like we said last time, the backstory from other cast members and friends, but like still none of us actually know him. So I just think it's so important. Like when people are online and they're like, yeah, I'm a psychologist. Yeah, I'm a licensed therapist. Or like when they diagnose like the body language thing. And it's like, yeah, there is stuff to that. But right. Right. Like you can't just say, and then some people take that as Bible. Right. It's like, like, oh my gosh. But then they're trying to diagnose themselves. It's like, no, no, no. There, it does in like this weird way feel like mental health and labels for it are very like trendy Mm -hmm. right now and I just feel like it's weird it is because obviously it is so important to acknowledge right and like normalize it right and especially in the wake of COVID like Mm -hmm. it really did come to the forefront Mm -hmm. but I agree it does it's definitely a buzzword it is and people all want to become therapists (laughs) I know it's kind of like I went to therapy once and I can diagnose everyone I I literally wrote that in my notes (laughs) um but like speaking particularly about the Jonah Hill, Sarah Brady thing. We kind of talked about it last week and I don't even remember what day it was this past week where I had looked and I saw that she had posted like another mm-hmm. like 55 mm-hmm. posts. And this, these were interesting because it did show more of like Jonah in a positive light. I mm-hmm. thought because this clearly was like after their relationship was over and she's like or he said like hey i'm seeing somebody else she got upset about Mm -hmm. that and then the daily mail posted something with him like kissing his new girl and she was like can you tell him it's not me and yada 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 and it just like spiraled from there but he really i just think that that to me reading those texts was like a testament that clearly he did do some sort of work right like post relationship and as bad as it sounds i felt like obviously the old texts from their relationship were really you know unfortunate yeah for sure (laughs) but i did feel like he was trying to be delicate Mm -hmm. with what he was saying later on i agree like i really felt like he was trying to be like I understand why you're saying that. Mm-hmm. I get why you're saying that. I respect you as a person. Right. I respect this. 
And I don't, I don't know why she was like continuously. That's what I, I don't understand either. Like we said last week, like, what are you gaining from this? Right. Like, I don't see in any, any realm, like where this is beneficial for you. Like I, and especially like, it would be one thing if she literally dropped this bomb Mm -hmm. and then walked away and mm-hmm. did not say anything else about it and whatever. But it's just the fact that she like keeps coming back and keeps putting out more stuff and more stuff. Like to me, that's more concerning. Like, right. why do you keep doing this? Like, have you not really worked through this? Do you think this is going to help you work through it? Personally, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> and like we said before, like, like, why do we need to know this? Right. I know I was in a, I was started telling you the other day, I was in a relationship that there was a lot of parallels to the Jonah Hill. Luckily it was a short lived relationship or whatever. Yeah. But I did at the end when I was like, whoa, you know, when you can just finally have like a breather and be like, that was so weird. It was like, of course I wanted to scream it from the rooftops. Mm-hmm. Like this guy is, Psycho. Yeah. Like, that was not healthy, but I never did. Right. And I was telling you too, like, even when people would ask me about it, I would be like, we just didn't have personalities that mixed well. Yeah. We just were not a good match. And I would just never do it. And even now, like, because I still see this person, it's like, <laughs> I do still feel like not really in anger or anything but I do feel like a disgust towards that person Mm -hmm. and I know that's on a way smaller scale than she is so I get like you have to see this person be successful and be moved on and so like I get her frustrations but I guess if I was in the similar situation too and I still choose not to like bash this person and I guess I kind of am now (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, but you're I mean, still... like, you're right. It's like, I'm, you know, I just don't get the point because at the end of the day, I know the type of person they are. Right. And I and think that is not someone I want to be around. Right. It I... would be different if like, I mean, not that I would ever like choose to date the same person that you did. Right. Or like, but if it was me or someone that was like, say in mm-hmm. our circle or someone you worked right. with and they're like, Hey, I know that you you dated this Mm -hmm. guy for a little bit like he asked me out like what do you think about that and then you were like well you know you can do what you want but this is my (laughs) yeah like i think that's totally different there's no need you know to our knowledge jonah hill isn't a murderer right he didn't like horribly rape anyone like it it just isn't a crime you know what i mean like to be a crappy boyfriend right to be controlling and i do Mm -hmm. that definitely is like manipulation and i'm not saying that it's like anything that you want in a relationship right but at the same time i to me it just isn't something that i think warrants like airing all this out and we do now with all this being said there obviously have been like allegations out new ones yeah so if we, if we don't know, if we don't know for sure if that's true, I mean, I think he, and that was the only thing his, like, attorney or something yeah, commented I think on. That, He's not responding to the Sarah Brady that, stuff. That other, I don't even know what that girl Nick, from. Alexa Nichols. From Zoe 101. Zoe 101. And she apparently had accused somebody else of oh, something. Oh, yeah, she and, went, not to digress, but she went in on Justin Long. And I was it was, like, but I mean, previously, too, and yeah. that was found to be untrue and Mm -hmm. you know it's frustrating like not to totally go off of what we were originally talking about i feel like we have to like acknowledge it i guess but (laughs) it's just like this goes back to what we've said previously when like women come out and say things that are true about Mm -hmm. their experience with a man or anyone Mm -hmm. who has like abused them or harmed them in a physical way and then it turns out to not be true like Mm -hmm. it just it's not okay to do that and it just felt like if she really is like a bandwagoner where like if it and i don't know i haven't like dug deep into Mm -hmm. her but if it is really true that like she's come out and made false allegations with like somebody else in the past Mm -hmm. like why i know it does it is i don't know i mean i don't know 
I guess I believe her, but at the same time, I don't know. It I just, don't really think it, it was well, relevant, relevant the, though. Either. No, it wasn't. I think that's the thing too. It's like I don't know. It just kind of like. <laughs> It like, just what was do like, you say? Like, I don't know. It's like, but okay, so there are allegations against them. But as far as we know, Sarah Brady didn't have. No, hers those was type. just it was more just like of mental like a, manipulation abuse. Yeah. The thing is, I do, you know, again, obviously there's been allegations against him now. But we do know that Jonah Hill has like bad mental health as well. For sure. And is very insecure about his weight. And I like... Even a old interview like popped up and the guy's like, oh, what's it like to be the fat person or something? Mm -hmm. And he's like, why are you asking me this? Like, come on. So to like, you know, somebody has bad mental health and then you like put them in this new situation of this like exposing. I know. And I think, I mean, her experience is definitely her experience. Mm -hmm. And I believe that it impacted her in a deep way. I don't know if this way of dealing with it is the most positive and productive right. way. It, I don't see how it gives you healing. I don't see how right. it's helpful for him and the relationship that he's in now. And like we kind of said before we started recording, mm-hmm. she was like, well, I waited because, you know, I wanted her to have the baby. What? As if having a newborn isn't <laughs> super like, stressful. <laughs> right. Like it's right. don't and also don't act like You're oh doing you did him, him a favor. favor. You right. know, like I know, I guess I know, and it's like I understand her frustration. I do too. Yeah, especially like going through a similar situation, but I'm so glad I handled it the way that I handled it, you know? And also a, pe- a lot of people are trying to say that, like, Jonah Hill is, like, using this, like, therapy language mm-hmm. against her. But how do we know that his therapist is not manipulating him? Right. I know. We don't. And I saw, actually, what the, something I thought was weird was that she had posted some Reddit threads, which mm, I think it's I odd that, that, like, so you're digging into Reddit and, like, actively looking out what mm-hmm. people are saying. That, to me, too, is a little, it leaves kind of a bad taste in my mouth. But the one thing that someone had said was, like, I wonder what his therapist thinks about this now. First of all, it isn't a therapist's role to have every single part of a story. Like a therapist is there for their client, whether mm-hmm. it's like individual mm-hmm. or couple, whatever it is, family. They're not going to know every single solitary no. thing. And honestly, it would be wrong for them to even like take in information about their client that right. they found out in the media and bring it into their sessions. Like even with a someone who's not a celebrity, mm-hmm. like if a therapist goes out and looks up their client on Facebook and finds all these things about them and then comes into <laughs> sessions with that knowledge, that's unethical. Like we're not supposed <laughs> to do that. Too. Like that isn't something that you're, you're taught. That's a no, you know, right. it's in our code of conduct. So it's just like, it's the same thing. Like this therapist, even if they do hear about this, they shouldn't bring that with them into the right. sessions. And this therapist, I mean, if, if this is all the same situation, but he made like a whole documentary with his therapist. Right. So if I don't that's know if this the is the same, same guy, thing. we don't know. Right. And it's like, okay, so now this guy is making money from Jonah Hill. Yeah. It all seems to me, it seems very like, like lines are yes, blurred <laughs> and crossed. I know. I know again, we don't know all the ins and outs no. of that, but yeah, I agree. It's just, yeah, we don't know what the therapist is I know, saying. And I think maybe he was the one literally telling him what to say right. in like those newer text messages. Right. I mean, we literally don't know. And I think it can be challenging. Like if you are any in any profession and you have a client who's a celebrity, mm-hmm. like if you're a fan of them you have to really watch yourself too. I mean, and we don't know in this situation, like clearly they have a good relationship if they were working together. Like, you know, was he trying to get more out of it? Was he, we don't know, you know, like, so I don't know. I just don't like all the self-diagnosing. I don't like just airing out so much laundry that I don't even think we need to be a part of it at all. Mm -hmm. I just don't like that. 
and like I said before, all the random like therapists and psychologists jumping Waiting. on the bandwagon. I know, and it's like I get okay, they're trying to make money on TikTok or whatever and give their opinion, Wait, but, but it's you like you don't have an opinion to give no. on this. Like it's just <laughs> you, silly. You're as much qualified as I am. You know what I, I know. mean? Like, like bottom line, I just feel like I believe, like I said, that she went through a relationship that was not for her. Mm-hmm. It was damaging 100. Mm-hmm. percent she her feelings are valid on this right but i also think like his are too like we have only heard one side of the story we don't know like right and again we don't know both of these people it's been a while there could be a lot of growth and change Mm -hmm. i just think it's really easy for people to jump to conclusions and Mm -hmm. and make rash judgments about people mm-hmm. we talked about that in our cancel culture episode <laughs> right. one thing you brought up to me too is that um demi burnett from bachelor yes. <laughs> where she apparently was diagnosed with like autism later in life mm-hmm. which obviously that's not like fully in the mental health thing but the thing that got me when we were looking through her tiktok was like she literally pulled out the Mm dsm-5 which if people don't know what that is that's basically like the big book of diagnoses with mental health and stuff and she's like i think everyone should have one of these you can look up and basically self-diagnose no, <laughs> let's not do right. that. And don't give that advice to other people, especially like what's the main, you know, demographic of TikTok? Young kids. Yeah. Like you can't be telling them to self-diagnose themselves when you're a changing person whose right. mind is still developing unless you're going literally like to a professional. Right. I know. It's just, I think that is just so damaging and I mean, not that she has like the biggest following in the entire world, but she has like a lot of followers on her social media. Right. And people are like engaging in this, whatever she's talking about. And it's just, I mean, she threw out a a lot of different things. I can't even remember some of the stuff that she, but she's like, people like this is more common. And you, if you have this, 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 like, I bet that you have this, (laughs) like, it just, I think it's really irresponsible. It is. And it annoys me. It does. Um, the other one that we have talked a lot about <laughs> is Nick Vial. Mm. <laughs> and I I feel a little hypocritical because I think I even mentioned on here before that I do enjoy his podcast. No, I think he, I mean, he has good guests. I mean, it's a podcast you can enjoy. Right. I, I will say, like, it is very hit or miss, though. Like, Yeah. It depends on, like, your niche of Right. And <laughs> sometimes I'm, like, mm, not listening to that mm-hmm. one. Or I'll be like, oh, that's a good guest. I mm-hmm. want to listen. But he has said on his podcast that he wants to become a therapist, which, you know, any, anyone can take forge their own path and do whatever they want but i just feel that with nick you know he has his little advice yeah hour or whatever (laughs) and it's like giving advice is not mean you're gonna be a good therapist i know and he did say that he is planning to yeah going to school now i don't know if he is now i can't remember exactly what he said but he's planning to become a therapist because he's so good at giving advice but it's just (laughs) like that's literally not what being a therapist is you're not giving people advice no and like giving people it's like if you want to give relationship advice because you've been in a lot of relationships yeah that's that's fine i mean whatever but you're not gonna be able to deal with somebody who then i don't know has a severe mental health no it's completely different yeah it's like you can want to talk to people about like their relationships but what about somebody who's like severely depressed that's a totally different thing that you're gonna have to deal with yeah it's not gonna be the fun or it's like advice you know you might be able to give someone advice about a certain situation right but when it becomes like an actual pattern right and they're coming to you with the same say relationship issues time and time again like sometimes he can be so blunt about stuff it's like it's not always that black and white yeah and it's like you know he thinks that he can just read into everybody's life and And i'll be like listen he that guy does not like you right if he wanted to be with you and it's like okay that might be true but it's like this person's like 
oh right i know <laughs> but that's literally just like that's like those advice columns what, mm-hmm. did, what was that one scabby yeah like <laughs> that's what that, that is i know i did too that's what that is and that's fine i don't think there's anything wrong with those mm-hmm. but like he it kind of frustrates me like i feel like he He's the guy that's like, well, I've been to therapy for a year, so I, <laughs> I am qualified. <laughs> and even so many times, like, he will just completely go over what anyone else on his show mm-hmm. is saying and just focus on what he has to say. And that is it. Nope. <laughs> Nothing else. And, like, you can't do, even when he has like his people on that are asking for advice, it's like sometimes he'll just like shut him down. I know. Or like if he has a celebrity guest, they're like, yeah, be involved in yeah. this. And then you just see the guest like sitting there in complete silence, <laughs> unable to get a word in. I know. Or they'll like try to be like, ask more questions. And then uh, now Nick has gone on this 20 minute <laughs> thing Tyrate. and you forget that the other person's on the line and you just want to like yourself be like, are you still there? And it's I like know. he doesn't even ask if they're still there he's just given all his opinions i know i just i think that like just because we have these platforms it doesn't mean that we should all just be dishing out and saying that we're all mental health professionals i know and i mean it's fun to like give your opinion and stuff but i'm gonna be like that's my opinion yeah i'm not an expert and i wish that he would do that more i know know, just say this is what i would do in this situation like you know you have your own free will and you right. know more about yourself and this other person I know, like, than i do yourself, right? right yeah <laughs> that were me or just saying like you know i had a similar experience right. and this is what i went through no he's he's so black and white and so cut and dry mm-hmm. it's almost off-putting sometimes it is. it's like well you know what i can see this other point of view <laughs> i know the last thing that i'll say just about this mental health topic is just like with everybody sharing stuff online about their mental health journeys i think it's really important for them to also recognize like everybody's mental health journey is individual Mm -hmm. you know like what works for me might not work for you right so i think it's really challenging when people are out there and they'll be like this is what you, know, you have to do. Right. I was depressed and I did this, 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 this. It's mm-hmm. like that might not be something that works for everybody else. And then if somebody is actually struggling and they see that and they try those things and it doesn't work, it mm-hmm. can be more discouraging for them. So I just would say to people too, like if you are sharing some of your mental health journey online, you know, first of all, good for you for being open and comfortable. Right. With doing that, but also recognize that your journey is very individual and make sure that you're saying like the caveat, like, you know, this is my journey and it might be different from yours and that's okay. Yeah, I agree with that, too. I think another, like, really shocking thing about, like, so many people being so open about their mental health journeys is that we did not have that at all. Yeah, we really didn't. And it really is so shocking that I almost sometimes will find myself not believing that person. I know. And, like, I hate that I do that, but I'm like, how can you literally just sit here and get on TikTok and just, like... And I know we have such a different relationship with social media mm-hmm. now, but I'm like, how can they just like it? Like, even now, I still can't hardly talk. I know about it's hard. Stuff. Like, it really is. I know. And it's just, it's like crazy. I know. I know. So, yeah. I know. Good talk. I <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess to wrap things up for today, we have some exciting mm-hmm. news. <laughs> um, the podcast was selected to be a brand ambassador <laughs> for a brand um, of edible cookie dough. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you can make it into normal cookies by baking them too, but it's called dough. Mm-hmm. It's spelled D-E-U-X. <laughs> and um, yeah, we're really excited mm-hmm. to have this partnership. <laughs> and um, next week... We're going to be doing a little taste test of a know, flavor. So we will let you know how good they are. Yeah, and uh, we have a promo code, yes. which we'll share, but we'll just say it on here as well. It is um, ESWBPOD, and you'll get 10% off at checkout. 
So if you're interested, we'll make sure we add the links in our episode descriptions. And yeah, definitely check them out. We're really excited to be partnering with Doe. And we keep forgetting to, you know, we have the video on Spotify. But it's also on YouTube. Yeah, we finally so if you want to check that out. Finally got that going. <laughs> so, All the times we talked about it, they are it's up. there. It's a couple so, of videos. Yeah, if you uh, are more of a YouTube person, you can check us out there. You know, we said Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere else. And don't forget, next week we'll be doing Matthew McConaughey's book, Green Lights. Yep, and it's so far. You like it? I think. I do. <laughs> I do enjoy it. Yeah. I think it's going to be a different type of conversation is, versus yeah. our other ones. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, and yeah, thank you guys so yeah, much for you. listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>